Welcome to Ed Talk. We're here with Kirstine Donaghy, and today we're reporting from a school classroom in Port Dixon, a sleepy town in peninsular Malaysia. There is still a chalkboard, but there is also a screen and a projector that I assume teachers attach their laptops to. There are some QR codes on the wall, indicating the use of technologies in the classroom. Can you tell us, Kirstine, how you got into learning technologies? The reason I got into EdTech was in 2002 in Kuala Lumpur, the British Council moved to a new building and every classroom had an interactive whiteboard. And very soon I was part of a small group of us who picked it up very quickly and started training and supporting the other teachers in the centre. So behind the scenes was the Department of Business and Trade promoting Promethean as a UK supplier. And um, I was part of promotional videos, teacher training, conference talks, a chapter in a book, um, all like within a year or 18 months of us moving to this new premises. And I guess I was naive. I only thought of the great things that were um being offered to us as teachers and the solutions that the IWBs or smart boards were providing us. So, you know, we had vocabulary pages with visuals and sounds, a pronunciation embedded and like a whole range of fun games and activities that did help the learning. And as well as along with sets of laptops, the students were learning digital skills as well. Um, so, yeah, I guess um, at that time it just became part of my job and a specialism that I started to follow. And I'd like to highlight here that at this time I was working the income generating side of the British Council. So the British Council paid for all the equipment, paid for the initial training from Promethean and then um, paid video companies to come and record our in-house training that then was put on CD-ROMs and sent around the network Um, paid for our travel expenses to present at conferences and um, we wrote the book for Promethean um, for free. We also provided some training, I think it was with Pearson's for free. Um, Yeah, I could say, I guess maybe just a bit uh, naive. Oh, could I stop you there? You say you were naive. Why is that? Because then the resources, recordings, talks, abstracts, they were all used by Promethean with the UK government to push the technology to local government schools like in places like rural Bangladesh. And I can only imagine that there, they probably had one or two rooms in a school with the technology sitting there pretty unused. Um, You know, in places like that, some days the schools don't have electricity, let alone broadband connection strong enough to play the videos or whatever that they're, they're trying to show. And then when it is working, I'm sure the learners would probably have difficulty writing on the boards because the pens weren't that intuitive. Then also teachers might have been just using them for very basic quizzes or exercises where one student at a time is coming to the board and clicking an answer. And in situations like these, I only see the technology slowing down the class pace and having little effect on the learning outcomes um, or having no effect on the number of girls getting interested in STEM, which, you know, were kind of the outcomes and the objectives. I think in some cases, the technology was not meeting those outcomes and was possibly even holding back the learning. 
So it raises questions about the funding for these, who was consulted, and what else the money could have been used for. Have you got any other examples? Another example is in the early to mid-2000s, I was involved in a project in our work with Malaysian state schools. And this programme was called Click Into English. It was designed to help improve learners' English writing skills and their digital skills and utilise the ability to connect children from different geographical areas across Malaysia with an online um, like discussion boards and sharing projects. But this programme focused on schools in rural areas and helped develop equitable access to ICT in schools. The sponsors ensured the ICT labs were functioning, the internet cables that were stolen were replaced effectively, and we also built an understanding of digital citizenship through lessons on building friendship online, their rights and responsibilities in online communities, and even just simple skills like opening and closing Word documents, getting started in a document, um, using the format brush, things like that. So there was quite a lot of ICT skills as well as English language skills. And what was your role? My role was to train the teachers in digital skills and help them develop the skills to plan writing lessons using the discussion boards and sharing technology. I moderated the website and provided an ongoing pedagogical support. I monitored technical issues and provided feedback to the developers. I also had the chance to visit schools and I could see how the ICT was being used in English language lessons. And then I shared learning between the school IT technicians and um, I also remember there were some kind of prizes for the teachers as well. So I assume I was involved in the judging, but I don't quite remember all the details. It's quite a long time ago. just came back to me when I was doing the digital literacies module for Queen Margaret's University, though, as I realised hundreds, if not thousands, of teenage learners were sharing their writing work digitally. And I've no idea what the agreement was for the data use. I don't know if the tech company had the intention or understanding how valuable millions of pieces of genuine writing could be, and I don't know who owned the user-generated content, or if it was all deleted unused. I do remember the sponsors were Nestle, and at the time there were no discussions on ethical standards, requests for consent given to teachers or the learners, or discussions around the future use of the content. Ah, yes. As the saying goes, if you're not paying for the product... You are the product. Can you summarise how you feel about these experiences in your work history? Today, Promethean boasts 1.7 million classrooms with Promethean products across 105 countries. And I still advocate that there are great advantages to interactive displays and it revolutionised the way I taught English as a foreign language. It introduced me to the world of teaching digital skills and then online teacher education. But stepping back and taking this module in digital literacies has made me question the motives more and I realise the potential pain and disruption that well-meaning but misguided progress can cause. So for example, we have the technology to integrate electronic badging as an improvement in our certification for courses. This also has a marketing functionality and can build advocacy, but I won't be moving forward without researching these new considerations on hidden impact and building a much better understanding of the cons as well as the pros. Thank you very much. 